0: to pray to prepare your hearts and minds and then I'll close us out father we We come before your throne of grace and mercy again, Father, in in prayer and praise to you. And We're so thankful for everything that you've done for us. We're thankful that we can be out here today to worship you in spirit and in truth and to just give you the honor, praise, and glory that you deserve. And so, Father, as we prepare to open up your word, your word which is the most important thing that there is in this world, It's the thing that will live and abide forever. It's the thing that teaches us how to be eternal life through your son, Jesus Christ. So, Father, there's a great mystery in the Bible. There's many great mysteries, but we're going to try to unravel one of those today. So, Father, we pray that your Holy Spirit that's within us would now open up our heart and our minds to hear, to understand, and to be challenged by the things which were written. And we ask this, Father, in Jesus' name, amen. All right, we closed last week. It wasn't on the agenda, but we closed last week talking about the Day of Atonement, one of the feasts of the Old Testament. And we we talked about from Leviticus chapter 16, and if you want to go ahead and turn your Bibles there to be prepared, I'm going to be there in a minute. But this is one of those Sunday drives where we're going to be seeing some sceneries as we go through here today. And... So in Leviticus 16, we read last week about that. And we, we read about the two goats. And this, one was the goat that was for the Lord. And one was the goat for Azazel. And they just kind of named it in the King James Version, the scapegoat. And all of, all of that was put upon the scapegoat. And what we saw was, was that the one that was offered for the Lord was sacrificed. The entire thing, he gave up his life. For the sins of the people to be rolled forward for a year. The, the goat that drew the lot for Azazel as it was called. This one after that was all offered. The priest would come out and he would lay his hands upon that goat. And he would confess the sins of the land. And the people upon that goat. And they would banish it away from the camp. They sent it out of the camp into the wilderness To never return. And the idea about that is. Is that both of them represent what Christ did for us. And that's what we're going to see today. But the one offered his life up for the forgiveness of the sins. Through the blood of Christ that would come. The other one. uh, The scapegoat. The one for Azazel that they turned out. That was for the guilt of sin. Because you know what one of the most devastating things in the life of a Christian is to have had your sins forgiven, but you let guilt continue to rack you up all the time over that. So the illustration that I want you to get from that is that you no longer bear the sins they've been given over to something else, and you no longer have to bear the guilt of that sin. It's been given back to Azazel. To the wilderness and to the one who caused sin to enter into this world. So you no longer have to be judged for that or feel guilty. It's been taken away. And so we ended last week with that. And now I want to I go into some deep waters with you. I mean sometimes we just kind of hit some top today we're going to sail in some deep waters if that's okay with you and there's a scripture that i love that talks about that whenever i'm going to teach deep and that's uh in proverbs uh no it's in psalm 107 verses 23 and 24 and it says those who go down in the sea to in ships those who do their business upon those great and deep waters They see the works of the Lord and his wonders in the deep. If you want to see the wonders of the Lord, you got to go into some deep waters. You know why? Because out there it gets rough and you get swells that are huge and you get to see the wonders of the deep. And you know what happens when the Lord brings you through the wonders of the deep? You're thankful for the calm. You're thankful when the sea gets calm and you pull into shore. So we're going to we're going to go in some deep waters now. And there's a couple of words as you're, you're there in Leviticus 16 that I want you to think about that we're going to talk all the way through this thing for. Keep in the back of your mind the way, the cherubim, and the atonement. These three things hold the key to the mystery that we're about to unravel. So now in Proverbs 14 and verse 12, talking about the way, it says that there's a way that seems right unto a man, but the way thereof is the way of death so there there are basically two ways there's the narrow way and the broad way there's the way that we want to take but there's the way of the lord and so which way are we going to take so we want to talk about the way the cherubim and the atonement okay the atonement Kafar. Kafar is a word that means to cover over Um, it's to pacify to make a propitiation to to be merciful and forgive even when it's it's there's nothing that you could have done to pay for that but it's given to you anyway that's what this means and it's wiped out and wiped clean that's what atonement means and this day of atonement happened once a year for the israelites the lord told them to come along so If you're there in Leviticus 16 in verse 1 it says that the Lord spoke and that's I had erased it from my stuff but I just got to tell you about this word spoke Devar the word the Hebrew word Devar it means a word a matter or a thing so the word of God is Devar the Devar of Elohim Devar means word, matter, thing. I can still see my little card from from basic Hebrew. Word, matter, thing. There's a scripture that says, it's the glory of God to conceal his devar, his word. But it's the glory of kings to search out the matter. It's the glory of us because we are now kings and priests through Christ. It's our glory to God to bring him glory by searching out. These things that we're going to talk about today. So the Lord spoke unto the people and unto Moses. And he said, here's some deep waters coming up, Moses. Tell Aaron about his two sons. You remember that in Leviticus 10 we had a few weeks ago where they offered the strange fire and they were slew before the Lord when they went in. He said, I want you to to tell Aaron about what happened there. That strange fire that they offered up before me. They didn't use what was holy. Nadab and Abihu made something. I told them how to do it, but I also told them not to come near me. And that's the other part of the mystery we're going to find out now. He says, here's what happened. They offered strange fire, but they tried to come in. Here's a deeper word. Tell Aaron, your brother, not to come just at any time into the holy place. You cannot go into the Holy of Holies where the Ark of the Covenant is and the mercy seat and my presence is. You cannot just go in there any time that you please. There's only one time a year that you're going to be able to do that. It says you cannot do that unless you can't come in unless you die. So there's another commentary since he started out with Nadab and Abihu. They must have tried to sneak a peek in there to see. That Ark of the Covenant. And the things that was in there. And fire came. And destroyed them. And and they had to be carried out. So he's saying. One time a year. And I am holy. And it's only the high priest. So you, you just can't bop in. Anytime that you want to. Because I've now placed a barrier there. There is a great veil. That goes across. And you can't go behind that. And then there's. That's the Holy of Holies. And you figure like, I'm going to put you all in the Holy of Holies, okay? You're in the Holy of Holies. There's a curtain right here. Right here is the outer part of that chamber of the tabernacle of the temple. This is where the other priests would go in with the candlestick and with the table of showbread. But before you could get into there, there's another veil on the outside the doorway in. And then there's a courtyard around with the thing. There's three different veils or barriers of coming into the presence of God. And why? Because of sin. Sin created a barrier between us and God that did not allow us to come that close. But we're going to have an answer to that in a minute. And that's what we want to see what's going on with this day of atonement. You see... Let's go back to Genesis 3. Hold your finger in Leviticus 16, because we're coming back. But I want you to go to Genesis 3 and see what happened. You know, the Lord God created man from the dust of the ground.